ADD Cast, Episode 61. Welcome to another episode of the ADD Cast. I am your host, Paul Fisher. And as always, on my left is my lovely missus. Hey, sweetie. The one and only Martha Holloway. Today, we have a wonderful show for you. I am pleased to bring you the last. And of course, they have saved the best for last. <laughs> interview of T. Morris and Philippa Ballantyne. For Double Trouble. Their promotional tour de force. They are both releasing books on Amazon. And uh, on August 8th, 2008, they are asking for your help. But of course, you've probably heard that all before. So we are instead going to jump into uh, more of the normal ADD cast and uh, make them pay their wages in fun. In order to uh, get to the point where they can start uh, hitting the bell and uh, telling us all about their lovely promotions. And uh, without further ado, here we go with our interview with T. Morris and the lovely Philippa Ballantyne. Hey, this is Michelle Malone, and you're listening to the ADD cast. Philippa Ballantyne, T. Morris. Another episode of the ADD cast. Great to be here. Thank you very much. I feel like I haven't left since last week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here too. You, yes. From the future, no less. <laughs> yes, I'm speaking to you now from the future. And it is the distant future, the year Sunday. Sorry. <laughs> In fact, you sent us your Saturday thunderstorm. I did. So I hope yes. you enjoy it. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Well, uh, we could use the water for the yard. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> the yard is dying, so hopefully it, it won't die that quickly. But, um, yeah. Double oh. trouble is on the line. I know. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> they're, they're double and they're trouble. I, I don't <laughs> know what to do. This might be our last interview, is it, T? I, I have been thinking about it, and I do believe that yes, this is our this is our official last interview before Double Trouble. If anybody sneaks in before then, uh, we're gonna have to juggle some serious schedules, and I don't think we're gonna be able to juggle anymore. Um, We've juggled enough. <laughs> we have juggled more than enough. Exactly. Yes. Yes. You are the juggler. <laughs> so we are uh, uh, the best because you always save the best for last. That's right. So you keep telling yourself that, Mr. Fisher, and soon we'll be leaving your own press, yes. Ah, well, thank you, Mr. Morris. He's cruel. I wouldn't listen to him. He's cruel. Co coming from you, that means so little. <laughs> there is that, yeah. And, uh, and just to get things started in our normal fashion, I am drinking a delightful beverage well. <laughs> from the Dogfish Head uh, brewery called the uh, Palo, Palo Santo Maron. Uh, Bastard. Uh, Malt beverage aged in Palo Santo wood. And uh, to say that it pours like motor oil would be an insult to motor oil. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous, though. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice brew. It's a very tasty beverage. Very, very tasty. 
I, I am enjoying it, but I have a feeling slowly. that... Slowly. You are enjoying it slowly. <laughs> one is probably going to be enough for me for the rest of the day. And, you know, since there has to be a sober driver, I'm actually having lime aid. Yeah, the drunk is running the board. <laughs> yeah, great. It should be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I believe, Mr. Morris, you are you have a uh, a, a nice uh, glass of white in front of you. Yeah, a nice glass, a nice plastic <laughs> glass of nice white water. Um, <laughs> last night, Philippa and I did how many interviews in between uh, between seven and two? Four. Yeah, we did What's four. That? Yeah, four interviews. And on the third interview we did, uh, which was the polyschismatic, poly uh, what was it? What was it again? Reprobates. Yeah, the polyschismatic poly reprobates hour, wasn't it? Yes, it was the polyschismatic reprobates hour. Uh, I cracked into a vanilla porter, and I thought that was fine. <laughs> and then uh, for the last one, which was um, Inklings 2.0 with Steve Saylor, uh, I decided to go a little harder and hit the Heavy Seas, uh, the Heavy Seas Loose Cannon, which I believe is their pale ale, or at least one of their harder. pale ales. Harder. Uh, so, sorry, I was drinking Midori, which is actually a spirit, so. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Mm. Well, Pip, and Pip I, what are you drinking now? Um, well, since it's not even 9 a.m., water. <laughs> ah. I, like, I like to wait until at least after 9 a.m. before hitting the hard stuff. <laughs> Just remember, otherwise. <laughs> As Jimmy Buffett and Toby Keith once said, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And as a matter of fact, it's 5 o'clock right now, so you should be hitting that Midori right now. <laughs> oh, no, no. Never have anything green before midday. That's also another rule. So it would have to be something like vodka. And, it's you know. green. I was, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> this is it. Well, it's, um, it's green. It's still one of my favorite moments in the original Star Trek. It's green. That was what brilliant. About, what was it on Black Adder? It's, it's purest green. Yeah. <laughs> Baldrick, I know no, no, Pessy, it's a lump. <laughs> <laughs> and he, wore, he uh, wandered around wearing it on, on, on his jacket. He did, yeah. yeah, he wound up wearing it on his jacket. Exactly, exactly. I still uh, haven't seen all the Black Adders. <laughs> They're absolutely brilliant, Paul. I know, I, I just keep catching them, one here and one there. I'm, I've seen all of the ones from one through three, and I've seen... I think about four of the Black Adder goes forth, and I um, I hear that there was a fifth one. Uh, there's actually well, there's Spec a bunch of there, yeah specials. Ah, um, the ones that I know not of. Not as good. Oh, not oh, good. bite your tongue! The Black no, Adder. No, they're Christmas not as good. No, oh, the Black Adder Christmas Carol. Yes, but the one. What's the one where he goes back and forth? That that's it. Black Adder back and forth. Yeah, and I didn't like that. They had moments of brilliance, like Shake, where you meet Shakespeare yes. and he punches his nose and says, uh, "That's for all the schoolboys." And and then he says, "Who's Kenneth Branagh?" And, and, Kenneth, and Kenneth Branagh and Shakespeare goes, "Who's Kenneth Branagh?" And he goes, "I'm going to tell him that, and he's going to yes, be very exactly. upset." Trivia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. question: Do you remember who played Shakespeare in that episode of Blackadder Back and Forth? Yes, it was. Uh, the guy played Darcy in uh, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, my mind's just slipped. Hey, it's not even 9 a.m. Colin. Colin. Uh, thank uh, you. Yes. He was great. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Blackadder back and forth was, was fun, but Blackadder Christmas Carol is absolutely brilliant. You got Robbie Coltrane. As, as okay, the, who, played, who played Duke of Wellington then, T? Uh, oh, man. Uh, Come on. 
<laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, Stephen Fry, thank you very much. Yes, got it. All right. and, Stephen and, Fry. And one of the biggest uh, kept secrets from, from his American fans is Hugh Laurie's Hugh <laughs> involvement Laurie. yeah. in Blackadder. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe because we we get more British uh, stuff over here. So it, when he turned up on House, it was like, oh my, what Percy? Percy's just <laughs> American. No, 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 no. He was not Percy. He, no. was, he was not Percy. No, he, he was, was the, not Percy. He was the German he was, spy. No, no, yes, not the yes. Yes. No, oh. he was the German spy in Blackadder Two. Oh, like, Blackadder during, Two. Yes. Yes. At yes, the very end. Yes. I played the the, uh, the king, the the regent, the uh, he was the prince George. regent. Yes. 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 He was George. And then he was the he was the privileged he was the privileged young lieutenant in Blackadder in Blackadder That's Goes right. Four, right? And, and, yes, yeah. and he was the same. Exactly. Exactly. Hurrah! Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> said. And then yeah, so when he turned up in uh, in house, it was like what? He's a sexist. <laughs> oh, America. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. I was watching House the other day, and I was thinking, okay, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Maybe once he starts putting on a bit of stubble, I don't know. Maybe it was because he rides a bike. I don't know. That's it. That's it. But I was going to say, Paul, Martha, if you ever watch Blackadder Goes Forth, the last one, uh, when you see the last one, remember two things about it. One, it was done on, it it aired on Armistice Day Mm -hmm. in England. Two, it is not what I would call a Mm pick-me-up. It will make you cry. Yes. It it was it, it was it was it was a curveball nobody saw coming, and I give I give uh, Ben Curtis and Rowan Atkinson and all the creative minds involved uh, just just kudos. It, it the last time I remember a series wrapping up that well was Quantum Leap. Wow, and, and that's saying yeah. something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pip, did you ever watch Quantum Leap? We saw bits and pieces of it. You know, I mean, New Zealand, they put science fiction stuff on uh, weird, wacky hours. Like, you accidentally turn on the television at 3 o'clock on a Saturday, and whoa, there's uh, Star Trek or (laughs) (laughs) Firefly or something weird. Babylon 5 actually all played at about 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Mm. We know it has sci-fi channel. Uh, Quantum Leap Leap had a a terrific... uh, well, Quantum Leap was just a, a fun, quirky little show, but the way they wrapped it up, um, it, it could even make them it, it could even make the most skeptics of skeptics cry. And I just thought it was a for me it was just a it, it was you that was like, like well, a baby, didn't you? I did, yeah, 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 but not as bad as the Doctor Who episode oh, in the library. Yeah. Silence in the library. Silence in the library. Mm. That's that's the latest season, and uh, I was bawling like a baby. Yeah, the, fr- the Library the, Planet. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! That was awesome. That was awesome. Full of awesome. Library, like, Ooh, library Full of Planet. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they using the Library of Congress or are they using a Dewey Decimal? What's point? <laughs> 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 there were no librarians in the in the library. Well, that's because they had all been saved. <laughs> That's right, I suppose so. But you know, librarians like to watch those sort of things, and there's, I think there's a web page where you can go, and it lists all the depictions of librarians on, on TV and movies, and says, "Look, they had a bun and glasses, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible." That's brilliant. That, that's so typecast for a guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we had um, somebody uh, was on our national television here and said something disparaging 
They're saying uh, something. Oh, they had all the fashion sense of a librarian. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> the you number of librarians. Two days later, two days later, they had to, uh, on national news, you know, the one, it's sort of a chat program after the national news, is, um, we apologize to all the librarians and uh, can you please stop ringing us now? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Pip, apparently, Pip, they had never heard of the red boots. Well, this is what yes, I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. At Dragon Con, we need to have a picture with Soccer Girl and Pip, both in the picture, showing off the goods, and then we do a we, we do a, a, a a motivational poster, and we and, and we just have to say librarians, you know, and, and then have, have something real snarky underneath it, like like you like you're late with your book on purpose again, aren't you? You know, something like that. <laughs> Remember or, you sent me that, that picture of the um, ad in the subway, which had like a yes. stack of books that said, it was an ad for a reader or something and saying sexier than your librarian. <laughs> and then, and then it said, and then, it, but then it said, um, uh, your librarian or something <laughs> very, like, like a very, uh, uh, oh wait, wait, okay. Well, you guys talk amongst yourselves and I'll find the picture. I, <laughs> I, think it was, I, I think it said underneath in brackets, your li- librarians may vary or your librarian something like may that. vary. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That's probably just so they didn't get hunted down by the American Library Association and beaten to a pulp. Librarians <laughs> are, are, are pretty feisty. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a, amazing that uh, they've remained a, a target for so long and, and no bodies have shown up. <laughs> They're buried in the back. Filed properly say, in the in the right rack. Correctly filed. <laughs> yes. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say I'm sure I'm sure that there there have been some some bo- some bodies involved, but I think the I think I think what's what's been the, the the reason why no one's found them is that the librarians have all categorized them and, and hid them successfully. <laughs> so you know. Well, T, wasn't there a body in the library in your first uh, Bill of Batting's book? No, there was not. I did <laughs> not. Have, there was a not, was there a body in the museum? There's a body in the museum. That's it. That's uh, what I'm remembering. Uh, that, that, was, that was probably an archivist then that was dealing with that body. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what, what's in the special collection room that people aren't allowed to go into, right, Philippa? <laughs> That's right. Actually, in our, in our archives, there are um, interesting things like uh, the world's longest um, sign, uh, place place name on a sign. It's two ticking, it's this huge Maori name that goes on. It's like... Eight feet long. <laughs> wow. the, the, the last time I heard that particular statistic, it was for a Welsh town. So I'm proud. Uh, well, we've been working on it. We added a few extra. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. We're probably having a fight with the Welsh. You know, they put a <laughs> a few hee theirs. And we put a wiki wiki. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. Oh, yeah. 30 or 40 consonants and no vowels on the end of it. Nobody will know. If We're very well. fond of the um, the WHI or the the the, the Fakatane. <laughs> oh, there's a nice there's a nice name for for a group of people. Who are you, the Fakatane? Well, blow me too. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of a town. It's the name of a town, and it's spelled oh, WHA, <laughs> not not anything else. <laughs> uh, would, uh, just so you know, uh, I I, f- I found the picture, and it, it it was for the Sony Reader, and okay. it says. Uh, the reader, uh, yeah, the reader digital book by Sony, and it says sexier than a librarian, and then in parentheses, your librarian may vary. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I said, oh, I've got to get a picture of that for, uh, for, 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 for. Yeah, I don't. A bunch of librarians. If you start hanging around with librarians, you realize that they are um, a diverse group of 
strange women. And men, where there are men. We have male librarians too. One or two. We got rid of all of ours in our office. There was rumours that we did something to them. <laughs> the but they, came in and they said, all the men have gone. And we said, yes, and we like it that way. <laughs> yes, and we've gotten rid of the staff men's room as well. <laughs> the engineer's next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, on that note, I think we're going to pause for a uh, a, a word from uh, some fine podcast novelists, and we will be right back. Hi there, I'm Christiana Ellis, and in Christiana's Shallow Thoughts, I talk about weird stuff on the internet. No, not stuff that is both weird and on the internet, though I suppose it could be stuff on the internet. Maybe I should have phrased it, on the internet, I talk about weird stuff. Not a lot of it, just a few minutes every day on whatever happens to cross my mind, like the sexual habits of snails, shoe repair, the objective nature of reality, and exploding kittens. Christiana's Shallow Thoughts, available at shallowthoughts.libsyn.com or find all my stuff at www.christianaellis.com. New Thoughts Daily. The following takes place between It Was a Dark and Stormy Night and What Would Happen Next, Only Time Will Tell. This is Bauer. Jack, this is CTU. Where are you? We need you in the field. I can't. I am in the middle of a severe plot twist. Jack, what are you talking about? What I am talking about is my daily word count, my goals in character development, and my possibilities in getting published. Jack, your country needs you. You should be in the field. No, I should be writing. Just like Mara Lafferty tells me on her podcast. She gives writing tips, personal anecdotes, and even features published authors in interviews. It's a totally airwolf podcast. Jack, you can't be... Hold my position has been compromised. Repeat, my position has been compromised. We'll send back. No! Send me an editor! Jack, you're pinned down. You should be returning fire. No! I should be listening to Murr's podcast! I should be writing! Time is short. Subscribe to Murr Lafferty's I Should Be Writing at IShouldBeWriting.com. Your life and the fate of the free world may depend on it. And we are back talking with... Uh, Philippa Ballantyne and T. Morris, and uh, just just generally wandering through the wonderful life of New Zealand uh, killer librarians. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a new card game soon. Writer, <laughs> traveler, warrior, queen. She's Philippa the librarian. <laughs> You've seen the the Conan li- the librarian. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Philippa, what is best in life? To crush the enemies, see them driven <laughs> before you, and make sure that the erotica is not filed with the children's literature. <laughs> <laughs> if only I do like to stamp things. I'm I'm starting to worry that you know, with all this digital stuff, that the 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 hearty thwack of the uh, sort of stamper against a book will. Fade into the into the annals of history. Never, 
<laughs> yes, I always run to the front. I'll stamp the books. I'll stamp the <laughs> <laughs> I like those stampers that have the ink pad uh, upside Ooh. down. So it has, it has to- a very. We have a very sexy metal one. Yeah, kerchunk. Kerchunks. Oh. I love the kerchunkers. <laughs> This book has been checked back in with the blood of my enemies. Good <laughs> joke. <laughs> also useful if you, as you wield as a weapon. What do you mean? It's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the crazy ninja skills with her stamping. That's why she doesn't want the stamp. To go anywhere. She, ha- she has a stamp that has poor impulse skills on it that she hits people on the forehead with. <laughs> Poor impulse. Yeah. Excuse me. Poor impulse control. There you go. Impulse skills you has. Now, do you go around shushing people all the time? No, no. Actually, when we've um, we were in a corporate library, but the engineers come in, and uh, apparently, I, when I wasn't there one day, one of them came up and said, "Man, why is it so quiet in here?" They said, "Oh, Philip is not in here. That's why." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe I should record some sounds of me yabbering away and they can just play it while I'm, when I'm not there. So, so long as the know, sounds they... aren't the sounds from Chapter 13, I think you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the engineers know about that. <laughs> I'm sending anonymous messages, T. Morris. I'm the, when you, when you uh, email to my, uh, my company, I get to see the emails before I send them to anybody. So just yeah. watch it. <laughs> Well, I was thinking though. I, I was thinking that. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, ergo the gap in the the, the gap in the show. <laughs> That's right. um, <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about. I, I wanted to play that stereotype up because I know I, I know Pip and I had discussions about that before, and I actually wrote a character in Billy Battings. Uh, yeah. In in uh, yeah. in the case of the pitcher's pendant, uh, her name is Gertie Gertie De Havilland, and she is a librarian friend of Billy's. And I had a blast writing for Gertie. Uh, there's there's this one terrific scene where uh, where 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 um, <clears throat> actually it's it's when he first uh, meets her, uh, and uh, as as they're talking, another librarian goes shh, and I describe <laughs> the libra- I describe the librarian as very stereotypical, you know, you know, pulled bear hat, hat back in the bun, and Gertie went, oh, give it a rest, Hazel, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, she said, I swear that, and then Gertie says, I swear that woman is sometimes, and, and I can't remember what Billy said, uh, he, he said, stern, and he was, and she said, ancient. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I make it very clear that Gertie de Havilland is not, is not your average, uh, you're not, not your average librarian. So, so next so that, book, she can have some awesome um, stamping ninja skills. Yeah, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. In one of the books, someone's gotta gotta make a move for uh, for her and Billy in the library, and she just takes the stamper and just wails on them. I just think that, <laughs> I, I, that's got to be what's up next. Yeah. Then she grabs his heels and I'll, I'll, I'm just going to uh, think he should be cataloged under. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And then don't, just grab his a, feet and walk down the stairs. It's actually. A, a very good book. Have you guys heard of called Souls and the Great Machine, which is actually written by an Australian, and it's set in a sort of a steampunk uh, post. But it's still good. World. It's still <laughs> good. <laughs> but it's all about librarians ruling the world of this by this post-apocalyptic steampunk where they can't use any technology because and knowledge the, is power. The knowledge is power, and the librarians have battles. The great thing is they have um, 
cataloging battles with with pistols <laughs> over, <laughs> over what uh, what what category to put you know what what definition this is and subject headings and <laughs> I I, told, I pointed this out to my coworkers and they just loved it. I was like, yeah, if librarians ruled the world, it'd be so much better and all much better organised as well. <laughs> Yes. Absolutely. Mr. Fisher, yeah. yes, you're going to have to move next door. Another family moved in That's five right. doors down. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to keep everybody record. organized. But the best thing is the weeding policy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, nobody has used you for many days, uh, many, many years, in fact, so I'm sorry. You're having, going to have to be recycled. <laughs> He's worried now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, I is just quiet because I has kittes playing at my feet going, go, go, going, we want to numb on your toes, dad. We want to numb on your toes. You are getting so big, Beatrice, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> T, you know, if you move, they will eat you. <laughs> I know, I know. I need to, so I need to post the, uh, well, no, the other thing too is that, is that they're, um, they're also getting stronger. I need to post them on, on, uh, on my flick hat. But, um, but I have uh, pictures of them on their, uh, on their new tree. They have this, uh, they have this little like, tree slash jungle gym uh, that we bought for them. And uh, yeah, it's crazy because they're, they're loving it. They're loving it. So how long have you had them now? Uh, we're coming up on, I think, five, six weeks now. That, make, that makes them, what, three months old? Uh, no, uh, uh, more like a month and a half. Ah, yeah, they, oh, they, they, very, very young. They're very kittens. young. They're they're still very young kittens, but I mean they they are they are at the uh, six month they're at the six month they're at the six week stage right now. I, uh, here here's the thing. I got them on Father's Day, and they were they were barely they they they, they were just they were teeny when I got them on Father's Day. So that's June. But so they had been already about, been weaned, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah, not 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 much, but yeah, a little bit. Um, they were born very, they, they were born feral. Uh, they were born in the back of a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and the the biggest concern was that uh, because they were born feral and their n- nobody knew who their dad was and the mother was astray, we were worried about feline leukemia, and um, they they don't have any of that. They're they're both very healthy. Uh, and at first we thought they were, because they were so young and so tiny, we thought they were both boys. So we <laughs> named them, uh, we named them, um, Brett and Germain after the flight of the Concords. There you go. And one of them turned into a girl. One of them turned into a girl. And I was Brett like, well, I can't. Into a girl. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't really make that because Brett's the boom king. So, you know, I couldn't. <laughs> and so what I did instead was that we, we changed the names to Beatrice and Benedict, staying with the theme that we had with, uh, with my last cat, which was Puck. And, and Beatrice and Benedict, it works out great because, you know, boy and girl, and they're fighting all the time. Uh, so, so it's been great. It's been great. They, they've, they've, been, they've been a handful. They've been a handful. And Nikki is not taking to them kindly at all. Oh, <laughs> not at all. Nikki saw them today at the, at the top of the steps. Nick, Nikki the demon cat. Yes. We have, are- we have, uh, we have photographic proof. Basement cat. Basement cat. <laughs> Basement cat no has basement now. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Basement cat almost tore my my uh, toes off one day because I dared to walk into the room. These claws extended out from underneath your desk. I hate to break <laughs> to you, bro, but th- no, no claws are extended out. But now paws extended out, but not claws because Nikki was declawed. <laughs> 
Aww. At least for the first two. So there you go. Um, so there's that. You weren't waiting on me, Ballantine. She, you were just slowing got... the uptake. I, I put up that new avatar, and you were just slowing the uptake. Okay, I'm watching Twitter, Ballantine. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm always watching you. And I they say I'm ADD. <laughs> Two of them are sitting here running Twitter. I think the stress of the whole interview scene has cracked T. Morris's brain just right down to the bottom. You know, it was they were slightly cracked to begin with, but yeah, now it's, it's it was flawed amazing. before, but the the flaws have uh, widened into cracks. It is the it's flaws that make me human. <laughs> no, it's the flaws that make you flawed. <laughs> <laughs> He was getting a bit slap happy yesterday in some of the interviews, weren't you, Morris? <laughs> Just a wee bit. But now, now, now he's upset. Now he's pouting. Yes. I'm not pouting. I'm not. I can pouting. hear it. Would you stop? I'm trying to let you talk. Hear the pout. I was told by, was told by Paul that 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 if I didn't let you talk, oh that, shut up. Um, <laughs> I was going to send we, it. We would have something for him. <laughs> yes. Not there, something that he would like either. There, there would come a knock on the door. <laughs> Candy Graham for Mongo. <laughs> it's like that, <laughs> the Survivor Man. <laughs> yes, yes. T. Morris opens the door. <laughs> no, T. Morris knocks on the door. Ah, oh, just slap T. Morris. Yes. <laughs> I'm Survivor Dad. No, no, already- no, 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 you're not. I'm Survivor Dad. You're Survivor Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I got got someone to deliver a noogie to you, so, you know. There is that. Yes, you did. You did. I can do it again. I have a long reach. Yes, you do. From 7,000 miles. (laughs) To noogie. To noogie. (laughs) She can get to you anywhere. That's right. I know where you're You're safe in Virginia? You think the Russian mafia is intense? Oh, that's nothing to compare no to New Zealand. No one is safe from the killer librarian. <laughs> last, thing you, last thing you see is, 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 a, is, is a bunch of all blacks, and they're doing a haka on your ass, and then boom, it's all done. Ooh, they did the, they did the scary throat-slitting haka yesterday, and it worked. We beat the Australians. Did I mention we beat the Australians? Hey, did you hear we beat the Australians? Sorry. <laughs> what was that score, Pip? Pip, I heard the all- I, I heard the All Blacks played. How'd they fare against those Australians who kicked their ass they last them. time? They oh, they beat them. them. Oh, well, there you go. No, the All Blacks haven't won in Auckland uh, since 1986. <laughs> I pointed this out to uh, Tim. Remember from Oakpod? Remember yeah. how he was giving me giving me grief last week on Oakpod about? He was giving you endless shit. I remember that. Yeah. All of a sudden, this has become sort of a of a, of a interview wrap up show. We're talking about all the different interviews. <laughs> at the time. But ours is the best. That's right. Yeah, but hey, because it, even though it's the best, guess what? We're about oh, I don't know, thirty minutes into the show, and have we mentioned Double Trouble once? Double no, trouble, double, trouble, trouble. no, not double, at trouble, all. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Not yet. Well, maybe we should My talk bit. about that when, when we come back from the from the break. What a capital My birthday idea. too. I, I did have a question before we go because I I just finished uh, I just finished listening to um, uh, Chasing the Bard the latest episode mm. of Chasing the Bard and uh, it was very last, sad. It was like last episode today. I'm going to put out the last episode, oh. and I want people to cry. <laughs> if, if it's if it's anything like the the end of the the penultimate episode, uh, I will cry because it was it was almost like, you know, the last day of high school. 
You know, there's <laughs> all these people you're not going to see anymore. Well, one uh, of them you get to see. Maybe, again. maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them turn up again, but not uh, not audio wise. No, no, not for a bit. Yeah, well, Sigler has gore and uh, T has cannons, and I've got crying. <laughs> <laughs> the dark goddess must dine on tears. <laughs> And on that note, we are going to take a little break here, but we will be right back to talk to T and Pip about Double Trouble. Finally! Every dead body tells a story. A broken bone, a bruise, a jagged scar. It's all there if you know what to look for. And when you're a medical examiner in a city where magic and technology collide, the stories can get rather odd. But then who am I to complain? I'm just as dead as the rest of them. Two years ago, the vampires turned me, made me one of their own. Now I work with the police to bring down their criminal empire and pay them back for what they've done to me. Even I never guessed what was waiting for us in the shadows of this city. Evil is rising, and someone has to stop it. It's a good thing I'm not afraid of the dark. My name is Morgan Drowling. Welcome to Metamore City. Metamore City is a sci-fi fantasy podcast series created by Chris Lester. For more information, please visit www.metamorecity.com. That's M-E-T-A-M-O-R-C-I-T-Y dot com. Hi, this is Dave Slusher. I've been doing the podcast The Evil Genius Chronicles for several years now, and I've got a new project. In the 90s, I did a syndicated science fiction talk show called Reality Break. I got to talk to some of the biggest names in science fiction, fantasy, and other genres of fiction. Now I'm bringing that series back to life as a podcast at realitybreakpodcast.com. The revival will feature a mixture of new interviews with the writers of today, as well as some episodes from the archives. It'll be a big hoedown of fantastical literature. And you can experience it for yourself at realitybreakpodcast.com. Let's face it, can't we all use a reality break now and then? Thanks for listening. Let me catch my breath, quick bugging me to death. The check is in the mail, I'll find your holy grail. But first, let me take a reality and we are back talking with Philippa Ballantyne and T. Morris, and we are going to be talking about uh, Double Trouble. We're actually not talking to Philippa and T. They're talking to each other, and we're kind of like trying to jump in and actually ask questions. <laughs> oh, right, because you, you were worried about me. You were worried about me right. you know, dominating and... Didn't, didn't I, on I listened to some of the early ep, early Double Trouble episodes, oh, and it was two hours of tea and about 30 seconds. You got to hear Pip <laughs> say hello, give the name of her book, and then it's two hours of the T. Morris show. <laughs> all tea, all the time. Yes. Hey, 
So Pip, I, so Pip, tell us what's happening on the eighth of August. If Valentine can't keep, if Valentine can't keep up, that's her problem. Okay, that's all I got to say. Welcome everyone right. to the T Morris channel. Can you drive over to T's house and put him back in his box and tie the lid up? <laughs> you can, if you're really feeling generous, poke a couple of holes in the side of the box, but it's not necessary. <laughs> That reminds me of my dad's joke. I've got to tell you this joke, T, because I, I, I think about it sometimes. When Don't you're forget to promote this, though. Bitch. I will. Don't I will. I'll get, I will get into double trouble. I just want to point out this. This is what I think about when T starts yabbering. My dad said, what's the way to raise teenage boys? Well, apparently you put them in a, in a barrel, seal up the barrel, and you poke. poke no, this is how, how do you raise boys? You put them in a barrel, you seal the barrel, and you start poking food through the hole You know, as they grow up. And then when they become a teenager, what do you do? You put the bung in the hole. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and for my head, it's T. Morris in a barrel <laughs> with a bung in. Right. <laughs> hey, he's quiet. Right, double trouble. <laughs> Mainly because you use the word bung. And um, I think you better say very quickly, bung in New Zealand is the same thing as a cork. Oh, bung. <laughs> uh, because... Anyway, that's I, just. I don't. I don't mind. I enjoy falling into the uh, the the the, social, the cultural uh, minefield that is language, and U's and Z's and other weird things. So double trouble, Pip. <laughs> yeah, double <laughs> trouble. Double <laughs> you. Well, <clears throat> it's my birthday on uh, uh, the eighth of August. Oh, it always has been. Happy birthday, happy coming, birthday. Up, coming up. You're going to be 21, guess, right? Yeah, 21. I'm a uh, a few 21s in, but yes. Uh, and so T. Morris tried to steal my birthday, which was um, met with some uh, bitterness, uh, maybe a little bit of anger, and, and some vague hostility by myself. So I twisted his Nothing arm. Nothing vague and said, about it. Nothing vague <laughs> about that. <laughs> what a humiliating bastard. And then he, uh, he deigned to notice that my book was coming out at the same time as, Ma, as his. Uh, and so we decided to put together a promo with Puck and Billy, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's kind of snowballed into this double trouble, let's rush Amazon and uh, sell books. Let's sell Digital Magic, which is the sequel to Chasing the Bard. And what's that book called? Uh... <laughs> Sorry, T. Pitch is penned in a Billy Bob Batting's mystery. Are you going to lose your Uber PA? Sword. <laughs> singing sword. <laughs> Just yanking your chain. Um yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're we're making a rush to two authors to the top of Amazon. T has some oh, hold on, uh, gold. hold on, hold on. No, no, keep going. Keep oh, going. Uh, something just keep leaped going. onto the screen. And, yes, and we have dealt with it. It has Ooh. been wrestled to the ground and beaten senseless. But enough about me, Pip. You were speaking. <laughs> See, you were going to. I was going to let you uh, say your ambitious goals. Ah, yes, the the three tier the three tiered goals. Um, so um, the, uh, the, the three-tier goals of Double Trouble is this. And I'm trying to be as realistic as possible, but, but I got to admit, I'm, 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 I'm blue sky in here. I'm, I'm, we're going for broke because no one's ever done this before. No one has ever said, let's, let's try sending two people up, up, up the charts. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can really do as a community and working together. So the three-tier three is this. First goal is we hit the top 50. We want to hit the top 50 on the overall Amazon charts. Top 50. 
Second tier goal is to break into the top 20 overall Amazon charts. But the real, the, the, the real gem, the one that we're really going for, is tier number three, we want to break into the top five. If we break into the top five, that means that we will be number one in our respective genres, fantasy and mystery, or at least we will, we, we will top the charts in fantasy and mystery. The other thing that will happen, too, is uh, if we break into the top five, whether it's one of us or both of us, that means we've outperformed Scott Sigler. Which means, <laughs> yeah, which means we have a lot of ammunition for, for us, for ourselves, when we go to Dragon Con. Um, but, uh, but no, that's what we're going for. I mean, uh, and, and we're, we're very optimistic about all, all three of those tiers because not only of the reaction from people and the double trouble interviews, uh, which I believe is numbered up to, I think we, I think we maxed <laughs> out together. I think together we did about 19 interviews. If you count Woo! the blogs, if you count the blogs, because I have to give my answers to, um, uh, uh, to Valerie Griswold Ford's blog. I've already but, done that. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I, I'm, she's waiting on me. Um, I, uh, I believe that would make it 21. And that's 21 in less than a month. That's the same age as I am. Wow. There you go. <laughs> wow. 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 Not a day, and you don't look a day over 40. Good for you, Pip. So anyway, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, so, Morris, look out. So, yeah, so, so anyway. just, just slam the lid shut. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's airtight. Um, I'm, but, getting, uh, I'm getting my tech hammer out. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, uh, but the, so that's our plan. That's, that's, that's our plan. Um, we, uh, uh, and, and we're very excited about that. We're also very excited about the downloads. We, uh, we, just two weeks ago, was it two weeks? No, it was a week ago. Wow, I can't believe it's been a week. Um, it has been, uh, two weeks since we took our, um, nearly two weeks, not yeah, quite, near, two, weeks. Not quite two, two weeks, weeks, but it's been nearly two weeks since we have, uh, since we posted our PDFs onto, uh, um, onto our respective websites. And in those two weeks, we have totaled well over 50,000 downloads. Sweet. Wow. And we were so stunned by that. We were so stunned by that and we were pleased by it. We were humbled by it. Did you guys get um, boing boinged or something? I, I have come I've come to the conclusion we are not cool enough to be boing boing. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. Okay, fine. I Pip has I, red boots. <laughs> all right, what do I all have right. to do? T, T, what do I have to do? What do I have to wear? Boing boing. I, to get I boing think boing. you have to well if you keep slamming me like you are, I think boing boing will boing boing me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because I think the problem isn't Pip. I think the problem is me. I think, oh, well, T. Morris is involved, therefore we don't want to boing-boing him. I don't know. We Maybe. won't contradict we, you, T. We, we don't want to encourage him. <laughs> but, I mean, I will say, I will say uh, Gwen Gates has, has, uh, has, has sent our press releases in to uh, boing-boing, and uh, we have not been boing-boinged. And, and I'm starting to feel hurt. I'm starting to feel pretty hurt. I mean, Sigler's been boing-boing. Murr's been boing-boing. Matt Wayne Selznick's been boing-boing. I'm the guy who wrote podcasting for dummies, and they have yet to boing boing me. And I believe, I really believe that that is starting to work against me. The curse of Wiley Publishing. I don't know, but you know, do do I want to get boing boing? Hell yeah, I want to get boing boing. I can finally be one of the cool kids, and I can sit at the at the cafeteria table with Hutchins and all those guys. I'll tell you what, we'll we'll put the PDFs in our feed. And then I'll contact Corey, and I'll get my site boing boinged for your PDFs. There we go. Fine. 
by the way, Paul, thanks for putting him in the. Put, thanks for putting my PDFs in your feeds to begin with. Uh, no geez. one asked me to do that. Uh, I beg to differ. I went onto the Farpoint Media boards and said, "Is anyone interested?" In supporting, I'm not going to spam people on the board. I'm just going to say, if you want to get in on this, this is where you this is where you ping me. I got pinged by varying frequencies. I got pinged by Nobilis. Did I get pinged by you? No, yeah. because they actually have day jobs that allow them to spend, you know, their evenings trolling email forums to see what's new. Hey, I, hey, on the other hand, hey, uh, <laughs> hey. I, I would like to point out that the four point the four point uh, uh, mailing list has just exploded for various reasons. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am building the Taj Mahal with library <laughs> paste and uh, and chewing gum as there the only go. binders. And I'll I have to cut the tr- and I have many, to cut down many? the trees myself. Okay, all this whining, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no more whining. <laughs> The PDFs will be posted. Pip just Pip just uh, just tweeted. What do I have to wear to get boing boinged? I think the uh, I think the word is nothing. I think that's what you have to wear. <laughs> nothing. No, I don't do that. That's that's wrong for librarians. <laughs> right, because I because right now right now Pip, your hair is up in a bun. You've got the horn rim glasses, and you're wearing you're wearing sensible shoes. Right, of course you are. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says. Uh, warning may answer back. There you go. <laughs> I was just thinking about George Robb's and Terabang cover. Ah! ah! That might work. <laughs> that might work. He's if you, only if, got one ex- Right. If you, I hope you mean for tea. I hope you but, mean for but, tea. But see, if you wore George Robb's and Terabang cover... <laughs> you just made George. <laughs> <laughs> You might need some tape, <laughs> strategically <laughs> placed, but <laughs> I've got a stamper. <laughs> <laughs> boing boing! Yes, I swear to God, I'm going to stamp you all. Damn, <laughs> you're all overdue. So, but going back to going back to uh, to this concentrated front on on Amazon, what we're what we're planning to do. Is uh, we're just basically telling all of our all of our listeners and everyone who has been uh, been thankfully downloading the interviews on on the various podcasts that on August eighth, two thousand eight, anytime around eight a.m. Pacific Standard Time USA, and we stress that because of people like Pip who don't have the brains to live in the United States. <laughs> that that we that that we we have this uh, we have this concentrated flow of traffic on Amazon to the case of the pictures pendant and to digital magic. The trick is to make sure that you're hitting Amazon.com, not .com. CA, not UK, not any of the not any of the subsidiaries. Because the oh, or any oh, of that. Oh. That's Amazon.com because since we're with a small press. Um, we have to we have to keep the traffic very 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 focused for Amazon to track accurately. All right. Well, um, uh, we know that your both of your books are follow-ons to the original. But um, uh, Pip, can you tell us a little bit about Digital Magic? Well, Digital Magic is set in our near future, and it's cyberpunk fay. So there's um, a wired-in librarian who's very sexy. 
obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful man with, with dreadlocks and mm, um, sort of like Lenny Kravitz, but with a stamper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's the last human because all the humans are dead. The no, he's not. Dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> And uh, one of one of the characters, oh heck, you know, right, Puck, um, is is stuck in the human world now. So I kind of wanted to track what his story would be. So there's what's happened to him in six or seven hundred years, and there's also some stuff happening in New Zealand. So there's sort of two threads weaving together at the end. So there you go. Can I be more mysterious? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. Hey, you've got the free PDF. You can read it. What? 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 Awesome. And uh, T, what about the pitcher's pendant? Um, well, as uh, as many of you know, uh, case the pitcher's pendant is. Uh, let's be specific. That's the case of the pitcher's pendant. You might not the find it. Pendant. Right. Yes. Case right. of the pitcher's pendant, a Billabub Battings mystery. This is the second uh, of of the Billabub Battings mysteries. Uh, and much like digital magic, uh, you can pick up. Uh, case of the Pitcher's Pendant and not have Red Singing Sword. Yes, there are references to the first book, but for the most part, uh, Pitcher's Pendant is a standalone case. And wh- whenever I do reference uh, uh, Singing Sword, I always, I, I, you know, I, I do what I call the J.K. Rowling method, which is, you know, mention a few lines and I move on. Um, but um, going back to, uh, to to the Pitcher's Pendant, the way the way this is that set in the 1930s, actually 1930. So the bubble has burst, and uh, Billy is working very hard to keep everything going at Batting's Investigations. And he, um, he winds up getting a visit from Joe McCarthy, the manager of the Chicago Cubs. And McCarthy has said, uh, well, okay, um, uh, he- here's why I need to hire you. There's a brand new team in the league, the Baltimore Mariners. And we <sighs> really... We- oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> I'm so sorry to take up your valuable time on your all-important podcast that doesn't have the fucking decency to post PDFs when I throw the invitation out there. Not Look, you were in my fucking studio last weekend <laughs> sitting right here and you never asked me to put the PDFs up. Because I figured you didn't because I put the invite out there and you you blew me off just like boing boing. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> I read that much. mailing list. It's <laughs> having a pissing competition because we can just leave you, you know. Can I finish <laughs> the description of my book, damn it? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Pip. What, what did you say about a pissing contest? <laughs> I said, are you two having a pissing competition? Because you know, me and Martha can just, you know, chat in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's really lovely so. talking to you, Pip. <laughs> 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 so more, more from Mr. Morris. Thank you. Yes. So McCarthy basically says, yes. Yeah, so McCarthy basically says, I want you to investigate this team, the Baltimore Mariners, because they're playing baseball, but they're playing baseball exceptionally well for a team of rookies, and that is where the mystery starts to unfold. Uh, this book was a lot of fun. I had a blast writing it. Just, ab- just absolute gas. And uh, I even, I even gave a t- uh, tip of the hat to our, our dearly departed friend Joe Murphy. There's a uh, there's a character named named Big Joe Murphy. Uh, he's one of the players on 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 the uh, on the uh, um, on on the Mariners. And uh, yeah, I just I just I did. I had I had an absolute hoot getting back in touch with Billy. 
Uh, the other thing I'm really proud about this book, for those people who have listened to um, The Case of the Singing Sword, there is a mention about Billy's other part-time job, which he does when, when time is slow, when he's the... Uh, the Waldo. The, Waldorf the Magic Munchkin. Waldorf, Waldorf the, the protector of Munchkinland. Well, guess what? In the case of the pitcher's pendant, you get to go on a Waldorf gig. <laughs> <laughs> and to say that wasn't fun to write, because I, you know, they th- in the words of J.C. Hutchins, write what you know. I was pulling all my memories from when I did kids' parties and when I did the Maryland Renaissance Festival. All those memories came pouring out in this one scene. And now, if you ever wondered what these actors are thinking when they're on these gigs, you're going to find out. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> well, or I, you, can da- you can download the free PDF. I really, really enjoyed the first Bill Bob Batting's mystery. And I cannot wait to start reading the second one in print. Print. There you go. And we have very much enjoyed Chasing the Bard and are looking forward to a continuation to that story, too. Yeah. Oh, yes. Puck <laughs> was such a great character. Yeah, well, he's cha- he's, there's been a few changes in his life. Well, 600 years will do that to you. As, <laughs> yeah. I, as I can attest to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're only 21. That's right. <laughs> or rather, you're 20. You're not even 21 yet. Oh, no. I'm not. Well, yeah, I can drink in New Zealand. <laughs> not until the 8th at any rate. Oh, no. We, you can drink at 18 in New Zealand. <sighs> ah, yes. A civilized country. <laughs> well, I don't know about civilized, but <laughs> <laughs> you can drink. <laughs> We're world-class drinkers, aren't we, T? Yes, you are. We see one of the things that you guys missed. I mean, granted, you guys had a great time being in Japan and hanging out with Christiana and doing the whole Worldcon thing. But think about this: you missed Philippa Valentine not only out drinking Scott Sigler, but also uh, come on, Sigler is like he's a lightweight. (laughs) If he turns sideways, all you see is the cadaver head. The rest of him disappears. But you have never seen that cadaver head of Sigler's. Polished to a sheen until after Pip took some vodka and liberally rubbed it into his bald. <laughs> Did that he help the hair grow? I don't know. I was trying to. I was trying to help him out, but he, he didn't run away. <laughs> so now, uh, now both of these novels that you are releasing are going to be podcast. Ah. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. They are. At, at some. At some point. At some future. At, at some future date. Yes. And and uh, I know T is reserved a part for me for uh, <laughs> for for pitcher's pendant. So you know, I, I actually I have, actually I have. I know There's, you said you would. Yeah, uh, I have. A f- I, I I have a feeling you're going to be Big Joe Murphy. And uh, I would and I be honored. That, I, I, I I figured you'd be one of the you'd be one of the ball players. Big, there are there's Big Joe Murphy. There's um let's see there's Big Joe Murphy. Uh, uh Sammy Slep, Sledgehammer, uh Sammy the Sledgehammer, and um oh, there's one other. Uh there's there's Flyball, and then there's uh, Scooter. So I mean uh, so 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 you know and and the, ironically, the 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 group of ball players they call themselves Trouble. <laughs> I not, seriously i did not even think about that until just now i was like whoa that, 
That's and, a good sign. That's a good sign, I think. <laughs> and how many interviews have you done? <laughs> yeah, uh, shocker, ain't it? Shocker. Um, and then there's um, and that was a weird thing. And I don't know if Pip was was doing this when she was uh, when she was writing and editing out um, Digital Magic. But when I was writing and editing um, uh, uh, the case of the pictures pendant, I actually was casting the podcast in my head. And I even heard voices like like when I did O'Malley, I heard Tracy Hickman. When I when I got to the parts that involved uh, uh, Mick, I heard Phil Rossi. Um, Gertie was Gertie was Pip. I mean, I just heard Gertie, you know, and I was like, well, you know, I might as well go for broke. So I actually made Gertie from New Zealand. And <laughs> you're not typecast, just, no, Pip. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, she's wearing shoes, doesn't she? She's oh, she's wearing she's wearing some killer shoes. She's wearing killer <laughs> shoes. Yeah, that's and right. Then, I said you've got to have good shoes. Yeah, and then there was, uh, and then there was the uh, the part of um, uh, Detective Jerry Flanagan, who is the one friend that Billy has in the police force. And the voice I heard in my head for that one was Craig Stepp from Technorama. So I've got it cast in my head. It's just a matter of getting some of these other podcasting projects off my plate, and then I can really think about podcasting. Uh, case of the case of the pictures pendant. It's either going to be that or or podcasting something that I haven't got in print and i know that's pip's gonna that's gonna be pip's next project right pip yep i'm going to do uh erotica a la carte.com which is my uh where's the bell give her the bell (laughs) i'm looking for it it was i moved it to okay i'll say it again erotica a la carte.com what (laughs) i did it again one more time one more time And then I'm, um, I think early next year I'm going to do my uh, New Zealand fantasy novel set in the 1920s where New Zealanders are magicians. And that's called Weather Child. And that was the one my agent took to New York and the New York agent said, New York publishers said, no, Americans wouldn't be interested in hearing about New Zealanders. What, Thornbirds? <laughs> <laughs> that was Australia, wasn't it? Well, you know, same part of the world. <laughs> Well, I would have said Flight of the Concords. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. What's Lord the deal? <laughs> Black sheep. I mean, there you are. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, produce that and then rub it in their faces. <laughs> or oh, hopefully, rub it in their faces. Hmm. And then may, I'll probably do. I think I'll probably do digital magic about the end of next year. Cool. We'll have read it by then. Yep. <laughs> and of course, uh, while, while you're here, uh, you can, uh, we, we will get you to sign copies of Chasing the Bard and Digital Magic. I'll sign anything. Yeah, we should, we should probably mention <laughs> that, um, T's, that after- T's bald head. Would you sign T's bald head for us? <laughs> we uh, have to be bald first. first. <laughs> Got to be bald first. That could be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easy part, T. It's holding you still so. so she can sign it. <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> Matt Wallace will be around, right? <laughs> um, the, yeah. Well, no, Matt F and Wallace probably won't be around. So at least I got a I got a head start. Now at <laughs> at, at Balticon forty three, that might be a possibility if 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 uh, you know if they if they say yeah we want to go on ahead and do that and you know if, if it's for a good cause I might just do that. I mean, heck, I took a I took a I took a. Um, uh, a Vegemite bullet for Joe Murphy oh, for the 
Memorial Fund. Eating Vegemite is not the same as shaving your head. Well, there's that. True. Very true. <laughs> true. Back to um, now. Actually, we're, um, we're, we're after August eighth, two thousand eight, and I'm still working uh, to find out from the other uh, booksellers if it's okay with this. Um, there will be opportunities if you're not going to be at the New Media Expo and you're not going to be at Dragon Con. Um, there are going to be some opportunities to uh, to get books signed by Pitt Ballantyne and see me and, and oh, see her. Yeah, this me and, and see me there. Yeah, and stay with her. Um, <laughs> there's going to be uh, on, on August 20th, Barnes and Noble of Camp Hill. We're going to be doing a signing with the Watch the Skies group, and then we're going to go up to uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, George Robb territory. And we are going to do a book signing at, uh, and I kid you not, this is how they pronounce it, the Moravian Bookshop. Oh, right. uh, It is actually, the Moravian Bookshop is the world's oldest independent bookstore. Wow. And we're doing doing a signing there. So I'm very excited about that. The world's oldest or the USA's oldest? World's oldest. Wow. World's oldest. And then then on uh, Saturday the 23rd, uh, we will be doing a book signing at Constellation Books in Reisterstown, Maryland. So those will be three chances for you to uh, come on out and say hey to the Kiwi and T, because he's coming along for the ride. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, and, and then um, and then Double Trouble is going to wrap up with a bang at Dragon Con, and then that'll be it. So so yeah, and if you if you buy books on August eighth, two thousand eight, and you send them to. Um, and you send them to, uh, uh, or other, and you and you're in the area, but you're not going to be at New Media or Dragon Con. Uh, we're trying to find out if, if people can bring their books in for for signing. So so there's that. But you can still buy more books uh, when you come to the book signings. By all means, please. <laughs> it's it's it, it's August. It's the Christmas holidays are just around the corner. Just around the corner. Are, and they make <laughs> great gifts. They do. They certainly do make great gifts. We have some nieces and nephews who are voracious readers and these would be fantastic gifts for them absolutely absolutely it's always good to, uh, to encourage that i think so even as good so <laughs> yes i've got to say that librarian writer you know so now pip getting back to where i was before mr morris so rudely interrupted me <laughs> yeah with the promotion thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. So, so, so I've got a part in uh, in Bill above Bettings. Do you, do you need any voices for your next project? Because uh, oh, yeah, Mar- Martha's looking for uh, some voice work to do. Well, I will definitely have some parts in the. I'm, I think in the two novels, I'm going to be doing full voice casts. So I think in the short story, I'm just going to keep it just me, keeping it simple. <laughs> keeping it. Yeah. See, I've learned this thing. It's called um, "Don't overload your plate," right, T. Morris? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what's the other one we've learned? Oh, yes, have a buffer. Uh, yeah. Haven't we, T. Morris? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Always had that buffer. And uh, fuck you very much, Pip Valentine. Fuck you very much. <laughs> well, you know, you guys you like, see, you, you like doing voices for other people's patio books as well, don't you? Yes, that's right. Oh, yes, I'm doing some saucy stuff coming up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is, but I end up with these parts. It's it's called it's called Metamore City Chapter Nine. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know there were there were a couple of there were a couple of iPods. I think you broke when you did what you did for Chris Lester. <laughs> I don't think I don't think break is the correct term. I think it was meltdown. Meltdown yes. <laughs> might be a good one. Meltdown might be a good one. But yeah, because um, you know what? What I find funny is uh, um, 
you know, PG Holyfield picks this very nice, very demure, very, very sensible role for Pip in Murder at Avedon Hill. <laughs> didn't know me very well at that stage. No, he didn't. And then Chris Lester, uh, you know, pings her and says, I got something different for you. And, and of course, I'm playing the male counterpart. Oh, that's right. But, that's my idea yes. of hell. Pip and T <laughs> trapped in the same body. <laughs> Endless amounts of conversation, cutting one another off, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Wacky, wacky hilariousness ensues. <laughs> the face is sort of flickering backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. <laughs> oh, it's my turn to be dominant. My turn to be dominant. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if you'd like to, uh, to do some voice work for us. Oh, you're talking to me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're talking to you because I've been over there how many freaking times and how many times have they invited me? None. Well, T, you Thank have you. T, you have done vo- voice work for us. Uh, yes, you have. I don't remember when I did that. Was that You you were a part of the funniest uh story so far for Servic Cold that we have ever done. Really? Yes. yes. In fact, we I- used it for our uh Parsec Award nomination. Wow. Yep. Okay. Well, then it was the yeehaw. probative value. <laughs> uh, probi- so the probi- probative, probative value. Yeah. Let me know I if you think it has any probative value. Probative value. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nice to know he remembers these things, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's all the alcohol. I think that we yeah, fed him a bunch of alcohol after that. Well, you know, he, he was offered a part in... Our first patio book, Serve It Cold, and he said he was far too busy. Mm-hmm. Was I? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. He's a rock star, remember. You know, he, he smashed right. yeah. I will say, actually, actually, you know what? You're absolutely right, and it was right in the heat of the Billy moment. That's what it was. That's what we it were, was. We were, reco- we were recording when you were recording Billy. Yep. And I'm, like I said, I, I, think, I think the other thing, too, is that, that Pip is... Um, Pip, Pip's got that down that downward slope going, but I think when she gets Weather Child and she gets Erotica a la carte run, up and running, I think fewer and fewer people are going to be seeing Pip Valentine making guest appearances and stuff because <laughs> I, and I, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying, you know, Pip's going to get in demand. I know she is, and uh, you know, we, do, we don't want a meltdown. We don't want a meltdown. We don't. We don't want her. We 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 just don't want any more. Uh, you know, diva fits and have. And have have people and have people say, "Okay, I'm left in a lurch. Now what do I do?" And then they contact somebody that should have had the part all along, like T. Oh. <laughs> and, and and but now and, and as I say that, keep in mind, I'm reflecting something that has happened to me, and yes. I'm just going to leave. That's right. Well, I take to tell you, Mr. Morris, but Kiwis don't melt down. Have you seen Peter Jackson? Do you see what he did? Did he melt down? No. No, no but he no. did. I noticed that he lost a lot of weight. So he might have. He, he, he only did that after he'd done the movies. Right, 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 right. So there is that. Well, Oy. I want to thank you, Pip and T, for joining us here on the ADD cast. And, and we're going to wish you the best of luck with yeah. Double Trouble on 8808. Everyone go to Amazon.com. Dot com. Um. That's right. To order your books on that date for The Case of the Pitcher's Pendant. Thank you, Mr. T. Morris. And, and for Digital Magic from Miss Pilpa. Suddenly I can't talk. What happened? Miss Philippa Ballantyne. She's a cheap date. She had one sip of my beer. I did, and that was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Always good to know.
Excellent. Well, uh, thank you, and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you both at Balticon 43. And, uh, and, and then we well, can... you're going to have to see me because I'm the new organizer of, uh, <laughs> of live events for the podcasting track. Remember yeah. that? Yes. I remember well, that. Maybe we'll have a live Whispers from the Edge. <laughs> and and where, or, where can we find Whispers from the Edge? Where can we find all things Philippa Ballantyne? Oh, well, if, um, you can find me at pjballantyne.net. You can find me at facingthebar.com. Whispers.lipson.com. And eroticaalacarte.com. <laughs> hey, are you deaf? And we know where T is. <laughs> Tmars.com. The bells. The bells. The bells. I don't know I who he this. was, but his face rings a bell. There we go. I, I, I got this thing, Pip. Here, here's a thought. He's a dead ringer for the guy who was here yesterday. Bada bing. Um, hey, Pip. How about doing a live podjacking of the survival guide? At Baltagon. Yeah. There's yeah, a thought. There's a thought. And it's much better. I could like burst in and beat you to the ground and then just take your mic. Have Matt Wallace. We could have Matt, Wa- Matt Wallace forcibly, carry him out. <laughs> forcibly remove me. Why not? I, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it takes much to get Matt Wallace to pick you up and, <laughs> <laughs> and eject him from a room. And, and honestly, it doesn't take much for Matt Wallace to do that either. But okay. <laughs> I, I think if Matt Wallace guy. inhaled really hard, <laughs> <laughs> you would come up off the ground. <laughs> and so would most everybody else in the room. Thanks a lot for having us on the show, guys. We appreciate it. Thank great. you again. And, 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 of course, tmorris.com. Hi, this is Richard Hatch, and you're listening to the ADD cast. On our way out today... We have uh, what we hope you will find to be an appropriate song. It is the Buck Brothers singing Girls, Skirts, Boots, Bikes. And uh, other, than, other than that, I think the only thing we're missing in that title is books. <laughs> yes, in honor of Philippa, and we think that T would second the emotion. Oh, yes. And that comes to us from the Podsafe Music Network which I believe is now at music.mevio.com, but you can still find it through its original music.podshow.com. And remember, you can't control the stimulus. Control control the the response. response. I like girls in skirts and boots on bikes. Girls in skirts and boots on bikes. I like the bikes with the girls in the skirts and the boots and the boots with the girls riding over to you. I like, I like, I like, 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 I like, I like, I like, 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 see them riding down your high street. See them turning up and down your mind. I like girls in skirts and boots. Girls in skirts and boots on bikes. Do you notice? Do you-
notice me noticing you? Do you notice? Do you notice? Do you notice me noticing you? Well, do you? Girls in skirts and boots on bikes. How dare you? Showing a bit of thigh. Lovely. Thanks.